Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. start off with therefore today i'm announcing the house of representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry six committees to proceed with their investigations under that umbrella of impeachment inquiry trump is a fucking the president idiot. must be held accountable no one is above the law ladies and gentlemen we got him <laughs> <laughs> yo those are good i am so excited Man, it's about motherfucking time. Yo, and this nigga is talking himself more and more into a fucking hole. I know he's scared like a little boy right now. Yeah. I think we might actually got him now. So for everybody who's all like, I think Trump's going to win in 2020, kiss my ass. He might win, but he might be going to jail also. (laughs) Either or. How can you win, though, if you are, are going under investigation for shit? I mean, yeah, I mean, there was writing on the wall about Nixon and he won re-election. And even though he uh, resigned, I think, a year into his second term, hmm. he wasn't impeached, though. But I don't know. I mean, best case scenario is he walks away. Which I don't think he's going to do. And Pence becomes president. For a brief time. And then Pence will have to win re-election. Which I don't know if Pence could win re-election. But How can you do that if you don't campaign though? Like just because he's vice. He would just automatically. Yeah. I mean. I, not but formally. if the president is impeached. Wouldn't the vice president basically. Not necessarily. Because See, I don't know how any of that works. Because impeachment, it, they they would investigate probably the executive branch, which includes the vice president. But for the most part, it looks like this is it will be focused on Trump. It's just like when Nixon resigned, uh, Gerald Ford wasn't investigated, mm. and when Clinton was impeached, Al Gore wasn't. Oh yeah, that's true. But just because it's impeachment doesn't mean he's removed from office. Nobody, only one person has ever been removed from office for impeachment. Andrew Johnson in 18, what, 67, something like that. I'm glad you be knowing the history facts. Yeah, it's useless <laughs> knowledge that only pays off in a podcast. <laughs> like, So why do you know that? Well, I actually host a podcast and this is kind of useful. Well, that's what I studied. <laughs> yep, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> We'll turn up. So let's get Trump the fuck out of here. Yep. Um. Do you think Takashi turned in Trump? Like, is that the final like part of it? They like this nigga is snitching on everybody. He's like, 
I got dirt on Trump too. Like, do you think he sent the whistle bro, uh, whistleblower memo? You know what? He had to. Because Takashi was coming for everybody's neck. Bro. He was making sure that he ain't going to be the only one getting screwed. <laughs> like, that dude told on uh, Jim Jones, like, that shit is wild. And then he just referred to him as a retired rapper. Like, Jim Jones didn't come out with an album two months ago. Bro. This investigation is going to be very interesting. What's going to be interesting? Yeah. Wait, which investigation? Well, the one, well, shit. Well, <laughs> both of the ones. That we're <laughs> both of about. the ones. <laughs> like the the funniest part is that Trump is going to dig himself into a deeper hole, and it's just like they released that. Uh, Doesn't he always? Yeah, <laughs> but when you get that motherfucker on the stand. And he's lying because he can't tell the truth or he can't remember his last lie. That's when it's going to be funny as fuck. And I think, not to make light I think of... he's going to have a Takashi moment. Who, you going to flip on somebody? Yeah. I mean, pro- I mean, he essentially, that's what he was trying to do with uh, Joe Biden. Like, he's trying to get dirt on Joe Biden to use it against Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And that's just not going to work. Joe Biden is not his competition, though. But that's the thing. He thinks of Joe Biden as his only competition. Just because he was, he was a white man. Obama's <laughs> vice, he thinks that. Because he's a white man, a straight white man, who is the mirror image of Trump in some ways. This is true. So, I mean, it's safe to assume that that's what he's looking at it as. Because Joe Biden could probably beat Trump. Like, I mean, head, head up. He could probably beat Trump. Anybody can beat Trump. I don't know if it, just anybody can. They keep saying Bernie can. And he probably could. But I don't think Bernie's going to win the Democratic primary. I don't think he's going to win the primary. But you know who Trump I, just doesn't. It's too easy to beat him. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I say easy. Cause I, I say easy because he's just fucking is why <laughs> it's not as easy as it should be. Go but make a note to mark out. Re- <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's seven thirty. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that's why I say it's easy or it thing, should be easy. It should be easy. But the other thing is people feel like the left has gone too far. And so a vote for Trump is a vote against left-wing, quote-unquote, communist and socialism. Mm-hmm. So he's a protest vote. That's what he was against Hillary Clinton. People were just like, I just can't give it to Hillary Clinton. And they voted for him. And not everybody that voted for Trump is a, a terrible person or an idiot. But there is a lot of loud people that are Trump supporters that are idiots. Strong and wrong. <laughs> I'm very strong and wrong. But uh, I don't know. It's going to be like somebody tweeted today. The next 14 months in American politics is about to be the craziest shit. Yeah. Because like we got to decide on the Democratic side who's going to be the candidate. As of right now, it looks like Elizabeth Warren is catching up. And if I had to vote tomorrow... I would vote for Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it would be no doubt in my mind. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to vote for Elizabeth Warren. 
Like, Kamala is, I like her. It's just, I like Elizabeth Warren a lot I don't more. think anybody's behind Kamala the way they were when she first started. It The momentum died quick. Now she can make it. I don't know. Her best bet is to lay out the case for impeachment and campaign on it because she's a prosecutor. That's what she does. Right. Now, I don't know if that directly helped in her election, but it is what it is. Um, Biden just got to stay in the race long enough to hang in there. I wonder if he's going to be defeated. I feel like he's like slowly becoming defeated. Like, he like is. His, e- his ego is hurt right now because it's not going the way he thought it was going to go. Right. Like, he's used to being the man, and he's not the man right now. And he's like, I, after I've done all this shit for you ungrateful Negroes. <laughs> and I, like, older black people are riding with Joe Biden, though. They are staying faithful. But I just don't know. And I think that's just solely off the back of the fact that he was partnered with Obama. That and a lot of older black people feel like the only person that can beat Trump is an older white man. I think we learned a lot of bad lessons from 2016. It wasn't the fact that America's not ready for a woman president. They just didn't like Hillary Clinton. Yeah. A lot of people hated Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And I didn't realize that at the time, but just as many people hated Hillary Clinton as people hated Donald Trump. As wild as that is, because I feel like that comparison is ridiculous. That's true, but I feel like most, even still though, most of that hate for Hillary came from just from her being a woman. A, a lot of it, yeah. And then the other part of it is, I mean, several other factors, but I agree, most of it was from a woman. The shit she had to go through wouldn't happen if she was a man. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't have had to prove her... uh that she could handle the job mm-hmm. and the stresses of the job. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is uh, 70 something years old eating Big Macs <laughs> <laughs> for his midnight snack. <laughs> like, ain't no. Serving <laughs> McDonald's to Super Bowl champs. Did you see that speech he gave at the UN yesterday? Mm-mm. He was rambling about nothing. Like, that dude, I think, has dementia. Like real shit. I like I not even it. joking. I I dead ass think that nigga got dementia. I believe it. But yeah, man, this man Trump ain't he gonna go down fighting too. That shit gonna be funny as fuck. You, you know what the funniest thing in the world is? Trying to tell a uh, a privileged white man what he gonna do and what he ain't, what gonna, he ain't gonna do. <laughs> shit. You think uh, these uh, white women don't take it easy? Wait till you see an old white man be like, oh, y'all going to fire me? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll set this bitch all the way off. I'll air this bitch out. <laughs> uh, also, the Takashi thing, the funniest shit was when, uh, at first, it was wrongly reported that he had snitched on uh, Cardi B. And I then, saw that and I was like, ooh, shit, this yeah. is not going to be good. And then come to find out, it wasn't necessarily like he snitched. They asked him, um, was he trying to follow her path to success by joining the Bloods and then becoming a, a rapper after it? And he said no, but 
when the initial word was out that he had snitched, Cardi B used the greatest meme she could ever. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. <laughs> I mean, he's walking down the street. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to Sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I watched that shit on repeat. Cause she didn't say she didn't use a caption. She didn't use shit on IG. She just put that shit up, and that was who's ever running her social media is a fucking a one. And if it was her, I love her even more, even more. Cause that is how you handle that shit. Like, like man, fuck that dude. I don't even know who the fuck this man, this man is. Oh, sorry to this man. <laughs> That's the part that always seals it. The sorry to this man because it's just like so like just disrespectful. I think I saw a t-shirt made. She's selling them. Oh, she's selling them. Yep. Okay. Turn so, up. Support. Yeah, I need one of them. Get a chance to listen to Britney Howard's album. I did listen to Britney Howard's album. So Britney Howard is the lead singer of the Alabama Shakes, and she's also from Athens, Alabama, which is a hop and skip up the road from show us. Liz, show Liz. Um, and she had her first solo album, which was dope. Yes, called Jamie after her older sister. Such a vibe, bro. She leaned all the way into her blackness on this one. Stay high, short and sweet. Um, um, what else are the ones that stuck out to me? Let me pull it back up. Because I screenshotted the ones that were like dope to me. Tomorrow is epic. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, it's that like she has a lot of Prince vibes. She does, and she it still has the same feel that Alabama Shakes has though too but I I had to realize that Alabama Shakes is mainly like her voice like her voice makes the band and then I saw this thing where she was it was on Pitchfork she gave an interview and she was talking about how people kept giving credit for the uh, how people kept giving credit for the songwriting of Alabama Shakes to the co-producer mm-hmm and she was like, I'm the one writing these songs. Like, she was writing all that shit. She's dope. Yeah. And I wonder if she's going to do a tour. I hope so. That would be dope. Yeah, it would. Um, and, but yeah, she leaned heavy into her blackness on this one. Like, she's, like in that song, uh, Goathead, she's, she's talking about all her heroes are black. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, a lot of times people, when they, not a lot of times, some people have a hard time reconciling being mixed race, mm-hmm. but she seems to understand the duality of it. And also her being a uh, 
a queer black woman from the South, she's able to embrace all of that and put it into her art. And that's dope because, like, the confidence in her voice when she's singing is so fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Like, her runs and stuff, you're like, damn. And then her range is so crazy. When it, like, even when she does her, like, squeal notes, mm-hmm. and just like, but when she goes down into her lower register, she just has such good control over her voice. Yeah. And I like the, the tone quality that she has. And I like that sometimes it can be a little gritty, a little raspy. And mm-hmm. she just, I love her style altogether. The other thing is that, um, in that interview, she was talking and she said that she doesn't warm up vocally. And I was like, yo. Do you just open your mouth and you just out here, sis? <laughs> like she says, like, she'll, uh, for the most part, the only thing she'll do is like, she'll just sing along to her favorite songs and like fully. But it's not like a practice thing. She'll just do it throughout the day. Hmm. Which I guess counts as practice too, but yeah. still. So basically, she's saying that she stays warmed up. Yeah, like she's if you always stay ready. ready <laughs> you ain't gotta get ready. African proverb. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. But yeah, I like. She's becoming a superstar. That shit is dope. I think she was already a superstar yeah. in my eyes, but but now it's like it's not. Uh, Britney from Alabama Shakes is Britney Howard is fucking dope as fuck. Yeah. Like, she was already performed, like, she performed with Paul McCartney at Lollapalooza. Like, she's performed with some amazing artists already. So, she was on that path, but now I think people are finally being like, okay, it's her time now. Yeah, I'm very here for the non-conventional women coming to the top, like Lizzo, her... Um, her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Um, I like I like that they're becoming stars. Like, like they're literally like paving their own way, and I think that's cool as shit. Like, don't let don't let the industry change you. Right. And dope artists will will eventually win out. That's the other dope thing. There's an audience for everybody. So you can't conform to what you think your audience is. Yeah. You'll, all, you'll never come have, to you. Yeah. You'll never. And it's just that applies to life. You'll never have a true fan base if you're not yourself. Because right. then how will you ever know what the people are here for? Um. Also, I've been listening to a lot more local artists. It's a lot of dope artists. Like, especially like from Florence, like the Shoals. Mm-hmm. Like I listened to this dude, Carver... Commodore, that's a band or whatever. They're dope as fuck. Their album's about to come up. And then Carver Commodores. Commodore. Carver Commodore. And then uh there's a dude in Huntsville called La Francis Vibes. That shit is dope as fuck. La Francis Vibes? Yeah. That's my friend Jasmine's little brother Jordan. I grew up with him. Did you listen to this shit? Not yet. <clears throat> but I saw that he dropped some dope shit. He's been he's been into music heavy ever since he was a little boy. Like he used to um he used to play drums um in the little drum line that they had at A and M for the baby bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Like he has always been musical, so seeing him like do this is pretty dope. Like, listen to that song, Chemical Lovin'. 
I've been listening to that shit on repeat. Like, this shit is dope as fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. I followed him on our page, and then he followed us back the other day. Okay, cool. I thought he was already following us. He might have been. Because I think I followed him from the page. But, yeah, that's um my, my childhood best friend, Jasmine Davis. That's her little brother, Jordan. That's what's up. Uh, Francis was their dad's name, and that's his middle name. That's cool. Yeah. Um, That's a couple other artists. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, move through this kind of quickly. Yeah, it's hard because I feel like we have a lot to talk about in so little time. Yeah. So we hung out this week. <laughs> we did hang out this weekend. We went to Voodoo, and. Sure did. I realized how old I was. Yeah, I did too. I was there because I was there for my by myself for the most part. And this really awkward white dude, he bought me a drink, but he thought that because he bought me a drink that like that was you were indebted to him for the yeah. rest of the night. Then he was like, "Is it cool if I chill with you?" And I was like, "I mean, I'm just chilling right here. So if you want to chill beside me, that's cool. But we not chilling together, nigga." <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So, yeah, that was very interesting. He just kept talking. He's like, dang, like, you so fly. Like, your outfit fly. Your hair fly. You fly. Like, he said that, like, six times. I was like, okay, nigga, you are way too drunk. Too soon. <laughs> and I'm too old. Then he started telling me about how he's a, a recording artist. And he wants me to be a video girl in one of his videos. And Ooh, I was like, baby vibes. Nah. <laughs> Not gonna be able to do it, fam. I'm good on that, bro. <laughs> um, so I worked until twelve, and then I went to Voodoo to meet Kim, and I couldn't get in the goddamn door. I feel like they're trying, like, Sundays at Voodoo is changing a little bit. Like, they're trying to be smarter about not overpacking the house, for one, because they usually only have two bartenders, and it's always just crazy. Which, I mean, normally the bartenders handle themselves decently, I guess, but um, it's always some kind of shit that breaks out, I think, on Sundays, and I don't know. Um, But so- it wasn't it wasn't packed to where they couldn't let you in because Whitney was saying the same thing when she got there she was like they won't let me in and I was like I don't know why the fuck they won't like it's plenty of room back here in the back yeah it was like and then I went around back and then the dude in the back wasn't gonna let me go and then this white dude was leaving so he was like all right I'll let you in since he's leaving I was like that's how right. it works is it not one in one out <laughs> right and then the, that's why I didn't get about the up front because people were leaving and then I'm like nigga like and dude was like like he looked at me like, so what you gonna do? But uh, like, that's why when I left, I made sure I looked at that nigga like, yeah, I still got this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so I finally got in the back, and I run into you right away, and <laughs> uh, and I make a complete ass out of myself. No, you didn't. I think I did. No, but yeah, yeah, that was that was, uh, yeah, bro. How you gonna be a wig man and you threw me to the wolves? Y'all had already spoken. Yeah, but it was awkward. I'm awkward. 
And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my goddamn life. This shit ain't never going to pop off. I was trying to just let whatever happened happen. I didn't want, I feel like if I had to try to jump in, it was going to be even more awkward. So I was just going to let it, it was, be. It was going to be hard to get more <laughs> awkward than that shit. So, uh, so I, I can't even get a drink to, to calm my nerves. So Kim finally gets me a drink. And then it slowly starts to uh, trickle down. Yeah. So I get to the bar and I see my boo, Meredith, who's been the bartender since I started going to Voodoo. She's been there for a while. Yeah. And so she saw me and she hugged me. And then we started talking. And she's like, I realized that I've known you for like 12 years. And I was like, yeah, that shit's crazy. Because I was a baby when I was going in there. Yeah. I was like 19, 20. Because we got tired of all that Sammy T's bullshit, and we found out they didn't card, so we started going to fucking booty. And then Andre was like 18. Yeah, his little ass. <laughs> and, like, we were, I was 19, 20, and I probably looked 16. Andre probably looked 15. And we've just been drinking <laughs> booty since. And Meredith still looks the same, too. Meredith is going to look like a baby for the rest of her life. I've seen her mama. Her mama looks good for her age. I think she said her mama's like 60. She don't look a day over like 45. Yeah. I mean, Meredith is probably three years old. I think she's, yeah, 34, 30, 30. Yeah, I think she's like 34. But yeah. So, and then she got me a shot. I was like, yeah, let's turn it (laughs) over. And then your ass ready to fucking leave as soon as I start getting free drinks. That's because I had been there for so long. I'm ready to go, fam. Like, shit. I was like, this ain't for me, bruh. It's over. Bruh. They were playing all that young-ass fucking music. I'm like, I don't don't know what's what's going on. What's crazy is they were playing, like, our throwbacks, but it was so many young people in there, and I was like... Y'all don't know shit about this. What was y'all? Bruh. Nine years old? <laughs> they start playing shootout by Soldier Boy and I lost my shit. Let me in. Yeah. Bruh. It was dope. It was. Um, But Whitney's cool. Maybe y'all will hang out one day. This, I can't count on that shit. <laughs> People back out of dates. Oh, shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> I ain't even stressing over that shit. So, you just never heard from her again? I ain't gonna lie. Like, Monday night, I was like, I texted her, I was like, what happened? Did she respond? Yeah. She was like, I, I know, I got busy. I was like, I didn't fucking hear from you. It's like, and then she was like, I know, like, uh, I guess trying to leave the door open. I'm just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No. No. It's, it, it just don't take that much to send a fucking text bruh bruh especially like you had all day especially when, yeah you know that you had you made plans with somebody if you can't follow through just let them know don't leave me out here hanging it's and, not hard and it's even when hard. she texts me that morning saying that she probably would, it was just weird man it was just weird Dating is bullshit. Yeah. But hey. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is going to be a weird episode. This is going to be a weird episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, hey, man. It is what it is, bro. Um. <laughs>
So, what's uh, up? What's up with you? I'm just looking at the time. Um, <laughs> we can't do shit. I know we really can't. Uh, I think I'm I'm quickly falling into like my real ass depression. <laughs> you gotta fight it, bro. I know. I'm just very triggered. So, I I guess I shouldn't have even said anything about the guy that I had a crush on because that's over. I know everybody is so <laughs> tired. <laughs> me and my bullshit but I was just thinking about it and I feel like I feel you know how in a nice neighborhood there's nice houses and inside those houses are nice things mm-hmm. and people who don't have those nice things want to and maybe even try to and succeed at stealing out of those nice houses with the nice things. And I think they are okay with doing that because they feel like people with nice houses and nice things have money and stealing from them won't hurt them. Right. And I feel like that's what keeps happening to me. Like, I feel like I keep getting shitted on and people just say like you'll be fine you'll find somebody else you'll move on quickly you'll be okay because I'm a nice house with nice things um and it's not it's really not fair and it's kind of like not even kind of it's emotionally damaging for people to treat you like shit and know that they're treating you like shit just because they assume that you'll be okay but I don't care how attractive you think I am or how much it looks like I have it together on the outside I'm still a person right and so um yeah this shit hurt because (laughs) This was not just words, like, this was actions. Like, we went on a whole ass date. Like, we, I don't know. Shit has just kind of built over time. And it just sucks because, once again, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what am I missing here? But, I mean, I showed you the video. Like, obviously, we have chemistry. And so, I'm just like, how do I keep being blindsided? By these motherfuckers. Your hope was romantic. And yeah. that's part of it. And then like. When when we were talking. Because we ended up having like an hour long conversation. So Monday night. So Monday I had a big ass party. I thought I was going to be able to get out of there. I, w- I worked a double. I thought I was going to be able to get out of there. But like 7.30 or 8. And then we were going to record. <clears throat> but when you have a large party. It ain't no telling when you're going to get out of there. I was literally the last one out of the restaurant, and I wasn't even supposed to close. Like, the closers got out of there before I did. So um, everybody ended up, like, going over to Stars and Strikes because it was it's service industry night on Mondays. So we can bowl for free starting at 10 p.m. Okay. So 
you know, after work, we were all there. They're just like, oh, let's go over Stars and Strikes. It's free, whatever, whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. Might as well. So, of course, he goes. And he, he was checking to see if I was going to be there, like, all night. And he even told me that at the end of the night after he delivered the bad news, like, you know, I like hanging out with you. I like being around you. I like you. The only reason why I came tonight is because I knew you were going to be there, yada, yada, yada. So everything is cool. Like, we're doing our normal, like, flirty shit with each other while we're bowling, having drinks, just kicking it, having a good having a good ass time. Then, of course, they stopped the bowling at, like, 1230. So at 1230, we all left. But then we ended up going to another co-worker's house because we just also wanted to kick it, and we ended up playing um, Ring of Fire. We smoked whatever. It's just a little kickback. So once again, like he was checking to see if I was going to be there and then he ended up coming too. So it ended up being just like four or five of us. But um, so we got kind of drunk and then that's when he was like, you know, I got something to tell you. And I was like, oh my God, here we fucking go. He was like, yeah, I just don't know like if I could do this. Like I'm still, I still, you know, have feelings for my ex and, and I'm going to be honest, like I've been hurt so many times and like, you know, my parents' relationship just really scarred me. Like, I don't really know if I believe in love or marriage <laughs> or none of that. And I'm like, but you have feelings for your ex? So I'm just like, how do you think you can operate in relationships healthily and successfully if you don't believe in love or marriage? Like, what? how many people are you actually fucking with that don't believe in love or marriage? And what are you doing? What's the basis of your relationships if it's not love? I don't. No. And then, you know, we were talking and he was just like, I'm I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't even really like being around people. Like, I need my space. Like, even if we were in a relationship, I'm not the type that's going to want to be up under you all the time. And, like, I have to have my sp- – I was like, you need therapy. Yeah. You yeah. need therapy. I was like, that's why this on and off situationship has worked for you because – you can drop you can drop it and pick it up when you want. So if you knew that about yourself, why like why keep getting or why get into a situation where you know that the other person is I guess traditional <laughs> in their relationship views. Like the the shit that we talked about, it's just it just blows my mind how people I don't, I don't i'm not even gonna say men but how people operate in dating situation like it just blows my mind that you can get into a situation and 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 have a feel for how someone feels about you and what what they're wanting and know that you don't want that or feel that way but you continue to do things i don't i don't know Oh, it's I, like like I was telling you when we were texting. It's all I feel like part of that is because we are conditioned to have these toxic views on relationships and love, mm-hmm. and what is love and or relationship. And part of it is based on the media we consume, and we unknowingly put into our lives as practice and then the other thing is people are not emotionally literate Mm -hmm. and so they say these things that 
Like the idea that after talking to somebody about marriage and all these other things, like, I don't even know if that shit exists. It's like, so you were just lying? Yeah, just like, just when you think, like when somebody says shit like that and then I think back on like all of his mannerisms and everything that he was doing for me and everything that he would do around me and like, you know, like if there's certain shit that I like, he would bring it to me or if, just, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, why? why were you catering to me in these ways? And why were you? It also kind of seems like he didn't think he had a legitimate shot with you. So he was trying to overcompensate. That's what his best friend keeps saying. It's just like, he's just really scared. He's never had anybody like you be into him. And I'm like, well, here it fucking is. And even he said it like, he said it on the phone when we were talking after we left our friend's house. And he was just like, I just don't feel like um, the one for you. I don't feel like I can give you everything that you need or you want. And I'm like, but if you're interested in me, why wouldn't you at least step up and try? <laughs> Everybody, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't understand that. It's but, just really uh, fucking annoying, bro. Yeah. It uh, makes me feel stupid. I mean, don't feel stupid. Like, I feel like I look stupid. Like, now just looking back on everything, I just feel like I look stupid. Like, a giddy little girl. I don't know. I don't know. And then, like, it's just the worst time for this to happen. I feel like I'm going to cry, but. I mean, it's fine. I was already just really emotionally bankrupt, and I feel like. I feel like it was starting to even out and then nope. Over there. Um it's Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm not I'm not dating <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I'm retiring. Nobody try to hook me up with anybody. <laughs> like I just I'm not I don't I don't want to. I don't I don't trust motherfuckers anymore. I mean I understand. Not necessarily from your point of view, but from that point of view. And I just I don't know. I'm just And it might just be like it might just be a time to not date for a while. I was already not dating for a while. <laughs> yeah. I've I've done that also. <laughs> um had some hiccups, not as intense as yours, but I I feel like I I have to stay resilient. But I understand. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I try to give people a chance to prove themselves before I just come to a conclusion or or shut myself off or. But at the same time, there are fuck boys amongst us and fuck girls. I've met a couple of those. <laughs> so, I mean, you just got to watch out for that. And they might not be the the checklist fuck boy on like a, oh, he's wearing a back uh, sideways hat or <laughs> he's doing this or that. It's tons of different ways that people can be fucked. And it sucks that people play with people's emotions. But, yeah. 
knowing that, like, the idea that you can just pick up in and out of a relationship like that, it's kind of a good thing you might not be involved with that person. Yeah, and then I uh, discovered the girl that he's, I guess, I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. Can't even say dealing with. I don't know what they are like. How do you have a situation ship for that's on and off for that long for a year and a half, and like you're off for? He told me that they were not anything for like six months at one point. I'm like, what? That's not a fucking relationship. That's not even a situation ship at that point. That's like y'all are. What are you doing? He don't know. I mean. And the, it's like she's my sister's age and she has a child. And I'm like, you just want somebody that needs you. But how even then, if you're not around for months at a time? People that, uh, some people that may strive for attention. I don't even think he's striving for no, attention. No, not you. I mean, not him. But, uh, like, say, for instance, if somebody if she's as emotionally if she's out there like that too then they can have a relationship like that i guess i mean it's hard to explain it's i love you that's all that's i love all you I too say. life yeah. sucks <laughs> it sucks but it's also beautiful at the same time you just got to try to find the beauty in it I'm trying, but now everybody's like, what's your problem is you trust people too fast. And I'm like, I don't trust people too fast. I just feel like you show me certain parts of you and it's obviously going to make me open up to trusting you, but I'm not going to be a motherfucker that's like off bat. If if I never trust anybody, even a little bit, how am I ever going to get to know them or, or be open to yeah, but it's, it's some things that are some things that some people do are kind of surface level, and because those are things that appeal to us, we can be attracted to that. And to them, it may not be the same thing. You know what I'm saying? It may not mean the same thing to them yeah, that it means to you. Exactly it, it's just like when people throw like saying "I love you" around. Some people don't mean that to the person that they're talking to. And so, it's no deal to be like, yeah, I love you. You're like, I just met you yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. no way. <laughs> but things mean different things to people because we all have different life experiences that make us who we are. And some things are romantic to us that aren't romantic to other people. I've experienced that. I feel like that's like subconscious gaslighting. It is. Because he definitely gaslit when we were on the phone. He was just like, I mean, like, when he was telling me that I was going to be okay, which I hate that shit. Like, don't dismiss my feelings and tell me that I'm going to be okay. Like, right. You, that, and that's, I feel like that's another way that people get to escape any blame when they treat people shitty like well is, i apologize you know yeah i did this but you're gonna be okay in the, in the end but he just kept saying like i mean like honestly like it wasn't nothing for real i was like nigga are you fucking kidding me 
Damn. Are you kidding me? It was nothing? But what, because we didn't fuck immediately, it was nothing? Is that why? Or like... I had tweeted this the other day, and I was like, um, don't let people uh, tell you your feelings aren't valid. Yeah, like, I don't like when people dismiss my feelings. Don't, yeah. don't... <laughs> Don't tell me how to feel, and if I feel a way, don't tell me that I shouldn't feel that way. Right. The world is fucked. But, yeah. I I don't like that either, because I get that a lot, too, where people try to minimize. Like, you don't know what the fuck I'm thinking. You don't know what's going on in my life. You don't know what the fuck is going on. Like... Here's a small peek into my dilemmas. I would, you know how long that picture I put on Instagram was taken? The one you put up yesterday? It was like February. Really? I've been nervous with that picture. Why? I don't know. Like, I feel like if I, if I put myself out there as being like, like, yeah, I'm dope as fuck. Like, people will slowly try to remind me of my insecurities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I get hesitant about that. Things that I know are dope. Like, I I get hesitant. When I did the, like, I don't know. It's just things like that. Yeah, but I already said it's because you're afraid of your own greatness and, and potential. You're not ready for it. I mean, putting yourself out there as a dope person comes with pros and cons. Like, yeah, people are going to shit on you. Right. But the people who know you for you and people who love you are always going to be there for you. And that's all that fucking matters. And I posted on Facebook today, like, the only person that needs to like you or love you is you. Yeah. You do you do this shit for you, not people. That's That's what we got to get out of with this social media shit, too, is, like, getting likes and validation. Right. As long as you're doing this shit for you, none of the other shit matters. Yeah. Like, I wish I wish there was a way to turn off, like, comments, though. Because I think that's the thing that makes you me You can nerve. turn comments off on Instagram. You can disable comments. And the crazy thing is I don't even, like, on Twitter, because I be talking cash shit on Twitter. People be trying to come at, at me. Like, this one day, like, because I turned off the notifications of people I don't follow. Oh, yeah. So, people have been roasting the fuck out of me. Like, <laughs> and you don't weeks. even know it. <laughs> and then, I, like, I found one of them. I was like, damn, this nigga went in. Report. Uh, I'm going to change my uh, picture. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Just, I, I, just do this shit for you, bro. Like, I feel confident, like, with this. Like, when people hear me, I guess, because they can hear... I'm better explaining myself than just looking like the weirdo who posts uh, music all the time. I had a grape a minute ago, and that piece got stuck in my teeth. That was annoying. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, be you, bro. Let 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 you unleash yourself. Be out here. I need you to do the same. I think I do. I mean, you do. But I'm saying, I just, I don't want this uh, uh, hiccup to make you feel any less than as dope as you are. I mean, it doesn't, I'm not going to say it doesn't hurt my self-esteem, 
but I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out, I guess every time I just don't know what I'm supposed to learn from this. And I feel like the ultimate answer is to just stop trusting motherfuckers. But I know that I can't do that and move through life. I don't think it's, I don't think it has to be a, a black and white thing. It's, it can be trust, but verify. Yeah. Like, but not to play devil's advocate, but like, didn't y'all kind of have a hiccup like a month ago, like with the same issue? In the very beginning, yes, because he, I called him and he didn't answer, and I was worried. Yeah. And it was because something came up with his ex, and I was like, "So are y'all still there? like, what's happening?" And that's who was. That's when he was like, "Yeah, we're working everything out." And then like, I want to say a week or two after that he swore that it was over and he even said it a couple of days ago like nah that's dead like I'm done with that but then I guess not or I guess maybe I want too much from him right or he thinks that I want too much from him right now so he's using that as an excuse I don't fucking know who knows <laughs> I don't know what it is but yeah when that when it happened initially I told him I was like I'm not gonna be like waiting around for you to decide like what you want to do about the situation you're going to do what you want to do and i told him the same shit the other night like i was like you don't have to apologize for what's happening like you're making your decision and that's fine but i want you to understand that we did not get i didn't get here alone i didn't get to this place where we're at alone if if i did you wouldn't feel the need to explain to me that you can't do this what is this (laughs) obviously it's something you know what i'm saying like i didn't get here alone so you you took part in this (laughs) right so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What did you say, Nick? <laughs> Just roll over. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, you'll, I'm not going to say you'll be okay. We'll get through I this, I mean, bro. I will be. But I just want people to start, like... I don't know how many times I have to say it on this show, but I'm a real person. Like, <laughs> stop treating me like I'm a fucking mannequin that just ain't never going to feel shit or shit's not going to cut me deep. Right. Because all I do when I get on here is talk about how shit has cut <laughs> me deep. Like, I'm an emotional person. I am a feeler and I am a thinker. <laughs> and I'm sensitive about my shit. <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm an artist motherfuckers <laughs> but yeah. i mean um, I, that is it so that's gonna be like our weirdest uh shortest episode but it's gonna work baby because it's us any any final words i really want to go get tatted really soon i feel like that's gonna make me feel better i want to get i just i need a day off i don't have a day off anytime soon but I just want to get really fucking stoned get tatted. all day and then just go get tatted. I mean, anybody also that doesn't feel this shit can also, I mean. I ain't fucking with that. Shut the fuck up. I ain't asked you to fuck with it, bitch. <laughs> yes, sir. My motherfucking response. Not your. Yeah, that's for anybody who's going to be like, oh, Kim is so dumb. She's so stupid. You got to quit saying the R word, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's so stupid for falling for these niggas. Everybody falling for these niggas. And niggas. Niggas need to do right. 
learn learn how to fucking be a man stop using all your all your past bullshit as an excuse especially if you're aware of it right (laughs) that's the worst shit i'm sorry but i was traumatized because my parents okay (laughs) nigga we all were (laughs) well correct that learn what you gotta do to correct that shit if your parents try if your parents relationship traumatized you why the fuck you in a relationship and why are you trying to be in one if you know that you haven't healed from that trauma in multiple ones actually and this is why i don't be fucking these niggas this is why i'm celibate i'm tired like i can't I can't. Maybe all he wanted was sex, but damn it. He didn't get it, goddamn it. <laughs> Use your words, okay? Because maybe I would have given it up. Mm. We could have hit it and quit it and left it at that. <laughs> but we could have left all this other bullshit out the equation. I don't fuck with you. <laughs> like, damn. Give me a chance to decide what's going to happen here if we sleep together. Have to have agency, gentlemen. Women must have agency. And then I know it's a G code, but if you know that your homie ain't shit and the girl that he's talking to is, you know, letting you know about the things that's going on between y'all and like maybe asking questions. Oh, you you ain't, you ain't gotta give all of, all of personal business, but you can at least be like, Hey, like beware or Hey, I don't know, man. That's we gotta talk about that next week because that that could come across as dirty macking. No, and this this person, this dude is got a baby on the way and is like in love with this other girl, so he ain't trying to. But it's it, like I just feel like if somebody came to me, like if one of my if one of my homegirls came to me about one of my homeboys and she and I could tell she really liked him and she was really feeling him and. I knew that behind the scenes he wasn't on the same page and she was like, so like this is what's happening. And I just feel like blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, you know what? I don't think he's ready. Just try to move on. Is that okay? Or is it not? That's kind of gets G code also. Fuck the G code. The G code out here. G code is toxic. But look, man, the G code is getting women like me fucked over for no reason. That's true. I didn't know what else to say. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the truth. Um, well, once again, you got to protect the G. Fuck that. I mean, you ain't no G if you don't know how to handle your emotions or other people's. Yeah. Anyway, I know it's late. We got to go. I, I, hate, even, I hate that this feels rushed, but. We'll make it work. Um, I might also just add other segments. But yeah, I'm just gonna burn some of these shit. We have a lot of other segments. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like man, that that thing was all over the place. But hey, it was dope though. That's what we do. What it do? What it do, baby? So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday. <laughs>